Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This week, it's all about football's biggest stage. Here's Kansas City from the 19, throwing at the goal line, and it's caught by Kelsey for the touchdown. This is a Super Week edition of Primetime with Isaac and Sue. Brought to you by George McCoy at Warren Allen, Attorneys at Law. Injured? Don't trust just anyone to something so personal. Call George McCoy at Warren Allen. Online at warrenallen.com. Super Week with Isaac and Sue on 1080. Woo, baby, it feels good, man. The Fan. Hey, what it do? Ahoy! What are you guys doing? I'm Good just, Monday. I'm ready for a super duper super week. Super week. The really big game, and it's going to be super, and it's going to be awesome, and you know, yeah. all those things. Coming to you not live from Radio Row. No. Thankfully. Nor are we authorized in any way to say anything other than the big game or whatever. No, you can so, call it Super Bowl. Well, not in conjunction with any sort of uh, advertising. Like, we can't have Not it. with our right. partners. Not with our partners. Yeah, right. So that's why it's like super duper big week. That's you know, right. You can't call it the other. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, yeah. the NFL will come at you. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. I was uh, talking to somebody in Vegas who said, you know, it's crazy when they first got to Vegas, you, um, I mean, you couldn't mention gambling in the NFL together. Any sport. Or they would come after yeah. you. And now it's like... Yeah. It's funny how things change. Yeah. Quickly. Right? Yeah. Well, I remember, like, you know, back in the day, you know, the... I mean, everything from... The NBA had a had a weed crisis for a while. You know, the, you know, the whole Damon Stoudemire yellow Hummer. You know, about life comes at you fast. Weed was a big deal in the NBA, and gambling was, like, the worst thing that you could do when talking about sports. Did you know that the NFL used to... I don't know how many people know this. I mean, obviously, they, they would not allow any sorts of gambling references yeah. in any of their ads. You know? No. Did you know that you couldn't even mention Las Vegas? Really? In their ads? Couldn't even bring it up? Nope. <laughs> they wanted no mention of it. Not touching it. You know, you still... And now, look, the game is in Vegas. In Vegas with a sports book attached to it. The... The NFL media zone that they they put together for all the people coming in to cover this, there's slot machines in the media zone and they're <laughs> NFL slot machines. Are you serious? Someone made NFL slot machines and put them in the media. What circus. casino? I don't know where the the headquarters is. That's genius. That I'm not certain of. I don't even know to be honest with you if it's in a casino. It might be in a convention space. But you know, at, at every one of those big events, they have a media. I guess it is usually a media hotel, but there there's a media center. And yeah, if you look at it, it's kind of crazy that it looks like a casino floor with I, I just the idea of like Peter King 
like going in and putting a 20 spot into the NFL slot machine like while while riding Monday morning quarterback. Come on. Peter needs some new shoes. Do you think that, you know, usually we're worried about a player going ham? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Pre-Super Bowl? Sure. I.E. Barrett Robbins yeah. or... I mean, that's the legend. Gene Robinson. Yeah. He got NFL man of the year getting a hooker <laughs> like the night before the game. Will we read by the end of this week? Will we, will we be reading about a media member <laughs> having gone ham? Boy, and, like, that's passed out on top. Somebody's of going ham. Someone, I don't know if it's yes, media. Someone. Yes. It could be. What was it? Uh, who was the dude? I think the Arizona Cardinals had someone get sent home from Mexico for being involved that in was something. A coach. Yeah, it was their coach. Yeah, it was, it was their their assistant. Off, their offensive line coach again got caught with. Uh, could be a personnel professionals type, type individual, but someone, uh, someone someone's yeah, yeah, getting yeah. caught up in it. Someone. I think it's the media. It's going to be a media guy. There has to be, and that's right? possible too. What about Portnoy? Is he there? <laughs> That guy's an animal. I, I think they're barred from. Oh, he, they, he specifically is barred from that. The one of the dragged out of one is one of the Super Bowls. Yeah, the disguised. last the last Patriots Super Bowl they they drug him out. Like, <laughs> why don't they like him? Uh, well, he I mean he takes personal shots and he's got like a, a vendetta against Roger Goodell. Yeah, so he and a couple other dudes why? did a sit in in the NFL league offices and they refused to leave until the uh, <laughs> yeah. the cops put him took him away in so handcuffs. They, so uh. they yeah they put they put Portnoy like on the ban list. Well, Dave, I, I think this was at the. It was it either the Brady Bucks, the last one, or it might have been when they beat the Falcons. It was one of those Brady I, Super Bowls. Yeah, it was it was semi recent though. Yeah, and so he was sitting up, he was sitting up high, and and he was wearing like the the Bobby Valentine glasses and mustache. <laughs> and the NFL security comes and is like, "Sir, you come with us." And Portnoy's like, "Who's this Dave Portnoy guy?" He's like, "I'm not going anywhere." And he went like little kid dead weight, and he made the NFL security drag him, literally drag. <laughs> Him out of the stadium. So what's his beef with the NFL? Uh, he hates Roger Goodell over Spygate and Deflategate. Oh, because he's a Boston guy? Yeah, he's a Boston guy, so he thinks that the NFL is out to get the Patriots, and he hates when, Goodell. Uh, the and... Wait, suspensions the Patriots got... won six Super Bowls. <laughs> no, it was it was specifically in response to the Brady suspension with the Deflategate, Deflategate that he really lost yeah. it and basically okay. started calling out Goodell by name, doing these sit-ins in his office <laughs> and yeah, stuff did, like that. Yeah, he did office sit-ins. He was selling shirts with Goodell's face, but just a clown nose oh, on it. Oh, and... I think he gave away enough for every single person at Foxborough on yeah. opening night yeah. uh, to have a Goodell clown so t-shirt. are we... He's not there? He's not in Vegas? I think he's... Will banned. they not let him even in the city for the Super Bowl? Well, he's in Vegas, but I don't think he's allowed in the game. So he... My money would be on him... <laughs> You know, maybe McAfee. <laughs> I could see McAfee going wild. I just, you know, I think a lot of those people. Uh, they keep it buttoned up. Well. What if Dan Patrick has a bender? I'd be amazing. What Was <laughs> it uh, Rosillo that got naked in yeah. someone's, uh, Ryan Rosillo, I don't remember where it was at, but he got all housed. Somewhere like, kind of obscure, like Montana or yeah, something. It was like a vac- he was on vacation or whatever. He got all housed, got naked, and went into the wrong house and got in someone's bed. Which to this day, just. The I naked mean, part? Does that. Like what's that about? Just every well, look, I'm I'm if I have a lot to drink, there's a good chance that my shirt's coming off and then maybe my pants, but So is it easier to be naked housed or in someone else's house housed? Like what It's it's two- much easier to get naked. You know, it's that's that's easier. Like woo, but to go into some like I am often fascinated how you can get that that drunk. I you know, we've yeah. all been there where you're like, I think I'm gonna die. I've never ended up naked, and I certainly have never ended up in someone else's house. It it just baffles me. And who, like, you have to have like some guardrails. You don't have a buddy there that's that's like, dude, like, and how do you even get to that person's well, house? Probably all abandoned. I guess at this point they're like, I ain't yeah, messing with Ryan yeah, when he's drunk. You're like, I'm. On, I'm... So that I mean, we but could have, some, like we could have that. something like that. Pe- yeah. 
Rosillo. Sap got caught, I think, in Vegas with a hooker. He got busted with that. Mm. Uh, I don't think we're going to – I think the players are – they're too savvy now. I'll tell you what, though. If it's a media member, it'll be an ex-player. What about Irvin? Michael Irvin? 100%. That's what I'm saying. Ex-player covering the game. Someone like that. Well, wasn't it last year's Super Bowl that he kind of got in some trouble with a hotel staff yeah. member? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. He got home, accused right? him of uh, yeah, some yeah. inappropriate uh, making advances that she didn't want. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Look, something's gonna happen. There's no way you have the Jeez. Super Bowl, everything goes along with it, and you put it in Vegas and yeah. nothing happens. Come Maybe on. Barkley. It's possible. Maybe Charles Barkley. Something's gonna go down. Hundred percent. Or then, of course, you always have Ray Lewis. <laughs> Whoops. Whoa! What do you mean? Ray like, killed a guy. Allegedly, <laughs> he's not a murderer. So they say. He might be. Someone. I'm not allowed to say that. I'm but. not allowed to say it either. All I know is that someone died, and Ray knows what happened. And we're also missing a white mink for length or full length coat that yep. no one knows whatever happened. It's got to. blood on it. Well, I don't know. We've never found that coat, have we? But it's okay because he's uh, he loves Jesus and he gives great inspirational speeches, and that he does. You get a chance to ris- listen to Ray Lewis uh, give you a pregame, watch that. Just don't piss him off if you're out and about. Apparently not the guy that you want to tangle with. I've always thought people that handle their booze like Ryan Rosillo, mm-hmm. that's just the t- telltale sign that you're a person who should not drink under any circumstances. 100%. Because most people don't get that way. No. You know, even like you said, when we, even when you have too much, yeah. you, you know, you have your... Somewhat of your faculties. Yeah, you should never get there. You just when you get to that point, yeah. dude. That's a look in the mirror. Yeah, that's when you need to realize it's your body just doesn't. Yes, as uh, much as you think this is fun. Yeah. Um. There's just certain things that your body can't handle. You're on another is, level. Yeah. You switch to something else. It's man. like me playing football. <laughs> yeah. It's, My body couldn't handle no, it, and I recognize it's that. not meant for. And you made the smart decision. That's right. You made the smart decision. And now look early. at me golfing. <laughs> and it's and you're better for it. You're absolutely right. better for it. Well, uh, you know, you would think, you know, low-key fun fact, in sports radio, February is a little bit of a down month. Yeah, I mean, outside of, you know. Outside the Super Bowl. We got this, then we'll spend three or four days talking about this, and then after that. But, I got to tell you, I got a lot in the notes today. Yeah? You got hot flap news? There's a lot of stuff. Flap? What do you mean? Well, I was, Dusty and Danny were talking about flaps. Oh, the Embiid thing? Embiid, we got... Hot, I came in, I was like, yo, I like that hot flap what talk. What does that mean? Going on. Like, he's it, got a... He's got a tear in his meniscus, and it's it's flapped. It's like it's folded over. There's a flap hanging in the breeze. All right. And then well, the, who the, cares? It's well, a meniscus tear. The, but the Sixers were denying that it was a tear. They were saying it was a flap, but you can't get the flap without, without having the tear. meniscus tear. It's like... <laughs> Oh, God. Well, it's another one of those teams that something got leaked, and they didn't like it, and so then they had... Remember the Blazers did this? Out of control everything. Out of control everything. It's not not a flap. It's not a tear. It's a flap. Only we know. Only we know. Only we put out the truth. Exactly. Our alternative facts. He ain't going anywhere. It's a flap, not a tear. He's not going to be on the court anytime soon, so... Guys, move on. We have that. I got hot Terry Porter news. Yeah, uh, I have that penciled in for in the the news. Yeah, I went. Did you? Yeah. Did you get in? New. Yeah, yeah, told you. You, I, I will admit yeah. right now. Okay. Not only was I incorrect, you were right so times far a times a yeah. million. Okay. So what we were talking about on Friday was the Terry uh, Porter estate sale, uh-huh. and you were wondering like, why would anyone show up to that? And I was like, dude, that is going to be a zoo. Yeah. And you are not going to get in because like, you yeah, will whatever. not wait in line. I was like, yeah, whatever. 
And you're like, oh, come on. I, don't, yeah. I can't see anybody showing up to buy yeah, his I, I, crap. Because it was. like, I, I, A lot of it was. Yeah. But that's every, I mean, you know, but exactly. it's Terry Porter. So I'm like, dude, there are going to be hundreds I thought of there, people there. I thought there'd be some people, but whatever. How many people do you think were there? A couple hundred. Now, to be fair, I was going to go on Sunday. And I ended up being out on Saturday kind of morning, early afternoon. So, so I you thought, went by. So I was like, yeah. So I looked up. You get the address. It was like the, the website. They didn't release it, the, the, the address, till later. So I got the address, and it was only like, it was less than 10 minutes from where I was at. So I was like, oh, I'll cruise by. And I, I thought to myself, I, I get it. Saturday, I was planning on going Sunday. And so I knew there would be a little bit of line. So I was like, yeah, if you give me like a 20-minute wait, I'll wait 20 minutes to kind of cruise in. Oh, my God. There were several hundred people. So did you see the line and then yes. just walk away? I just drove away. Oh, because then you couldn't park. I didn't park. Dude, yeah. it was... Thunderdome. Were they bussing people up there? No, not that I saw. I just there was just this massive human. I mean, it was just it was a massive humanity. It's a nice place. It's uh, well, of course it is. Yeah, I don't know. I just you know, it, it's Dunthorpe, uh, man. Yeah, it's nice up there. Yeah, it's this nice place. I mean, I Terry Porter has some dough. I don't spend a lot of time in that area. I don't think they. No, you no. Know, they, There's they really like no reason there. to go up there unless you're rich. Yeah, but and I'm and I'm not. If you've ever been up there, I went once. I think it was like to see a buddy of mine. A buddy of mine's a builder. Yeah. And he was building a house up there, and I went up there. I, <laughs> there up go, there. Yeah. I was like, wow. Yeah. You got a good life, man. <laughs> so does Terry Porter. But um, I wonder he. Uh, well, I've been looking for follow ups to that today, and I just can't find. They, they aren't releasing how it went. I did, I did see some people that were tweeting me things that they bought at the estate sale. Because mm-hmm. um, I, you know, I was joking that I was, I was going to come. Come by, and then I was like, "And but you weren't joking." No, no, I, I, I made the attempt, and I don't know what the line was. There was a couple people on Twitter that were going back and forth with me. One guy said that he waited for about two hours to get in, to get in. And he got in, and he was there early. And uh, did he make it in there? Yeah, he made it in there. Okay, um, two hours. Yeah, so I'm just like, you got to be kidding me! Why? I just saw the massive humanity and just started laughing. Yeah. And I will say that was the very first thing that went through my head was, uh, Rob is smart. I am dumb. And uh, I'm going to be leaving now. Thank you. That's nice. I was like white. It's got like the big columns in front. Could you clip front. that? There was, a, there was a nice little. <laughs> nice. I'll, ma- I'll make sure we get that. <laughs> yeah. Please do. Thank you. Uh, one of the guys that sent me something. Terry Porter apparently big into uh, portable air conditioners. There was like seven of them for sale. Really? Yeah. Portable AC units. Like window units or just ones you like you no standalone on the ground they stand alone yeah I got a photo of it yeah just a bunch of portable AC <laughs> units yeah some other guy that was the uh, tweeted at me he bought uh, he bought some shoes and like a college playbook um, cool and some monogram what towels. college his from UP no the uh, Wisconsin uh, was it or Stevens Point right oh. Stevens Point where he went okay oh stuff like that. And a pay, he bought a pair of Vans. He bought a pair of red Vans. They fit him? Yeah. Three quarter size? Yeah. So I'm guessing when you're rich, I was thinking about your seven ACs. Mm-hmm. I think when you're rich, what happens is- I'm you, really rich. You can't, like, you, your AC can still go out just like us pores. Sure. But when it does, you just have a garage full of portable ACs. Ready to go. That's your solution. Like you and I probably wouldn't afford that or wouldn't store couldn't we couldn't store those. Yeah. It's like that's but when you're when you're rich, I bet that's how you do it. Yeah. And he probably has the same for heaters. <laughs> it's just he's ready to go. So every room can get its own. I wanted to I, I really did. I wanted to walk through and see what it was about, but my God, the level of patience that you have to, to have to sit in a line like what am I going to Disneyland? 
No, we're not. We're not doing that. No, man. I. No, you were I right. I told you. You, you know, you were right. He's a big deal. Yeah, <laughs> he was. And if that's any other estate sale, it's not like that. No, I but wouldn't think Terry so. Terry Porter. Yeah. Come on. Man. There was a lot. Like you could tell just as you're trying to make your way up there. It's it was a scene. It was a, a lot fu- of blazer jerseys. It was just a full on scene, and just there. Uh, Meanwhile, Terry Porter nowhere to be found. <laughs> no. People just giving him money for his junk. <laughs> no. God, smart. I, I'm telling you, that was smart. Yeah. What he did was smart. I don't know where he's moving to. Don't know. But he and his wife, brilliant. But if you just if you go to like Twitter and you do Terry, you know, type in Terry Porter, people were posting some of the stuff they bought, and it's not anything. A little no. salt and pepper shaker. <laughs> It's just the Terry Porter premium. Strange things, I guess. I All right. Well, anyway, yeah, okay. Well, we got go. that in. I tried. We got that in. I tried and I failed miserably. Yeah, we were going to follow up on that for in the news. I got nothing. Well, I will tease this by telling you there is one area since I was so right about that. Yeah. I do have to tell you I was wrong, at least in the court of public opinion. Yeah. About something else that we debated on. Oh, well, Friday. see, I, I like it. We were honesty. Let's you know. And I will reveal that we're later. Right or wrong. But let's start. Uh, we're going to start with our poll question. It pertains to quarterbacking and the Senior Bowl. Some of the reports coming out of the uh, the Senior Bowl now that that's over. It is 3.15 on the fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right. Yes, we'll get into some hot uh, Super Bowl talk. Got a lot in the notes about the Super Bowl, including Taylor Swift props later this week. It's an exciting week. Uh, right now, the AAA heating and cooling poll question on X at 1080 The Fan. Family business helping families for over 60 years. AAAIAQ.com. There is no poll question from Friday because I screwed it up. Yeah, whiffed on it a little bit. Uh, so we start anew this week. Today we're asking you which quarterback will be the best in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Michael Penix, Bo Nix, Caleb Williams, or Jaden Daniels? Mm-hmm. No Drake May, huh? Oh, I don't. Vote and vote hard. No. Caleb. Pretty pretty easy. Don't outthink the room. Bo Nix is leading. Bo Nix, by the way, supposedly had a terrible week at the Senior Bowl, so he played a, uh, all right in the in the in the game. But yeah, it's <laughs> shocking that in in the 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 ten eight of the fan poll question that Bo Nix is the one that's that's leading. What are you saying? Uh, there might be some bias there. 
Um, yeah, he didn't. He didn't. It's funny because after the Senior Bowl itself, that Penix didn't play. There was some positive stuff coming out of uh, the game. But if you uh, read any of the stuff, and again, take it for what it's worth, just different reporters. I didn't read really much positivity coming out about Bo Nix at all during the week. And Nor did that, I. And that he hurt himself quite a bit. As a matter of fact, they're saying uh, after for the draft, it'd be Caleb Williams, Drake May, Jaden Daniels. Yeah. The top three guys. Yeah. And none of them were in the Senior Bowl. Yeah. Um, the the quarterback waters are getting quite murky. Yeah. Because and- Penix, they're saying while he was clearly the best quarterback that was at the Senior Bowl, mm-hmm. um, he showed off his arm. The dude can spin it. Yeah. We already knew that about him. Yeah. The the knocks on him, you know, were, did, really weren't on display. No, and he didn't really do anything to alleviate any of those concerns. But so, Nick's, they said, was uncomfortable all week. Yeah. So. And looked uncomfortable all week, and he missed a ton of throws. And they even said, I read a report where he didn't even display. They said that they didn't. He didn't display much arm talent. No, and so now you're going back. Unfortunately, he's going to face the. You know, you were one thing at Auburn, and then you went to Oregon. How much of that was the system? And we love to, to bash guys for the system quarterbacks. Look, he's going to go, and he's going to get a shot. But it sure seems like middle of the year there was a lot of top ten, top twelve stuff for Bo Nix, and. Now you're hearing end of the first round, second round sort of stuff. And he can turn that around, obviously, with pro days and all that. And But and again, all of this is just scouts and, and writers. Um, but it doesn't sound like he really did a whole lot to help himself that week. But in, in situations like this, you don't outthink the room. Caleb Williams was viewed as a generational talent. And I didn't think he had a great year this year. I think he developed some really, really nasty habits. And we were I was pretty vocal about that as, as we watched the season progress. And I think there's a lot there that if you're an NFL team, it scares the hell out of you that he can't play like that. If he plays the way he did his senior year, especially the second half of the senior year, one, he's not going to survive. And two, it's going to be an unmitigated disaster. But when you hear guys like this, whether it's Andrew Luck, whether it's uh, Trevor Lawrence, um, Trying to think if there's anyone else that that's come along in the last ten or fifteen years where it's like, hey, this is different. Those guys usually don't fail. You know, they don't always live up to it. I think Lawrence still obviously has some questions, um, you know, about what his long term, you know, uh, ceiling is. But for the most part, guys like that don't bust very often. Burrow had a little bit of this, you know, where it was like, dude, this guy isn't going to fail. And I think that's Caleb Williams and. Doesn't mean it can't happen, but you don't you don't outthink the room on that. There's a reason why people said what they said about Caleb. There's a reason why that his NFL comp at the highest is Patrick Mahomes. Not such a lofty one, but you you do see some similarities in the way they play. And so you don't outthink the room. Now I, I get it if you want if you're Chicago and you decide you want to keep Fields or you think that there isn't that much of a difference between the second quarterback and uh, and, and 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 Caleb Williams. Because remember, it's not Caleb Williams or Drake May or Caleb Williams and Jaden Daniels. It's Caleb Williams versus one of those quarterbacks and probably two ones and two twos. Like that's so, so, that may change it a little bit, but no one's going ahead of Caleb Williams. I, I would be I would be very surprised. Quarterback to keep an eye on, apparently, made waves at the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, the Super Bowl. The Senior Bowl. Uh, Gus Bradley's kid. Have you heard of Carter Bradley? Carter Bradley. Yeah. I do not know of Cardi- Carter Bradley. Not Cardi B. I've heard of her. Cardi. That's a pretty good nickname for him. Yeah, a little Cardi, Cardi B. B. <laughs> uh, Carter Bradley was a starter at South Alabama for like one year, but he's Gus Bradley's kid. Okay, so he's the other quarterback. I did see some stuff about the, the South Alabama kid. I did not yeah. know that that was Gus Bradley's kid. Yeah, they said he he was great. 
and he could sneak up draft boards. Also, Jackson Powers Johnson was one of the biggest winners of uh, the Senior Bowl weekend. Yeah, he was. He even though he got hurt, he got hurt. He, he was he, dominating. So there, like, he's the best center in the draft. Centers don't always go super high. They said he was playing guard too. Yeah. So going into this, there was an idea that like, yeah, is he a, is he a second day guy? You know, late 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 first, early second, and. I think on a lot of people's boards, he's cemented himself. One, he's an enormous human being, and I guess he was cleaning up in one-on-one drills, and he can play guard. Uh, he made himself a lot of money, and I mean a lot of money at the Senior Bowl. All right. Oh, somebody text the Vancouver Ford text line, mm-hmm. and you can too. Yeah. At 503-864-6326. Your dollar goes further at Vancouver Ford. They treat you right before, during, and after the sale. VancouverFord.com. They said perhaps Nick's is a candidate to go later, mm-hmm. and that's good. Right? Like, later first round? I mean, I suppose. That's it's, good. It's, it's not good for your bank account. No, but it gets him to a better situation. But, you know, here's the thing. Like, if you get past the first five or six picks, you know, you're not going to garbage organizations. Like, if Bo Nix was going 10th or 11th, I promise you, you'd rather go 10th or 11th than you would going 30th. You know who picks 10th? Huh. Jets. <laughs> Well, you get to sit behind Aaron Rodgers for a little bit, you know, and, and see what happens. I, Eighth look, is Atlanta. I'm just saying, eh. we love to do the, oh, it's it's great that he fell in the draft. No, it's not. No one wants to fall in the draft. Well, it is. No, it is good. And it's not to say that it's like the greatest thing, but it, it's a silver lining sort of thing. Yeah, I Like guess. if you get drafted by, I'm looking down here at the bottom of the draft, you know, like Buffalo. Yeah. Or Detroit. Or yeah. Baltimore, yeah, you, yeah, that's good. It's yeah, okay. No, let me just say this: sitting behind Lamar Jackson for five years is not good. It's it's. Well, it's what not. about Detroit? I mean, I guess although they're going to sign golf to an extension this offseason. What if you get drafted by Kansas City? I mean, come on, that's You're awful. Like this is great. <laughs> I'm never going to play. I think ideally, where you want to end up is a place like oh, I'm trying to think Pittsburgh. Uh, yeah, they Pitt- pick twenty. Pittsburgh. There you go. You, you, you're, in a, you're in a good organization. You're in in theory. You get a good run game, right? There's stability there. Like that's that's where Seattle you- sixteen. Yeah. Well, we all know that mock drafts are never flawed. So uh, Jeff right. Russ just came in here and mentioned to me that the Matt Miller mock draft that is just up has yeah. Bo Nix going twelfth to the Broncos. Okay, Denver. That's not a bad one. See, I would love that too, because again, you got Sean Payton, who's a quarterback guy. I don't think you're necessarily going to get thrown into the fire right away. Although Russ isn't going to be there. Yeah, give me good organization mm-hmm. with a good coach. You just don't want to go like everyone that gets drafted in the first round. You want to see where there's a path to you being the guy. And if you get stuck behind Lamar Jackson or Pat Mahomes, there's no path. I mean, Jordan. Think about think well, about what how if they get hurt. Look, think about how sketchy Jordan Love's situation is, right? We look at Jordan Love right now, and Jordan Love seems to have a very very bright future. But one, Jordan Love had to take a bullcrap second contract, sign a two-year because he hadn't played, and realize that Jordan Love, those first seven games of the year, there was Jordan Love was this close to getting flushed. If Jordan Love got hurt or something happened, Jordan Love may be done. Like, you do not want to put yourself in a situation where – you sit on the bench for four years, and then you have six games to try to prove yourself. That ain't where you want to be. Well, the alternative is you go to Arizona and flame out because they this is a bad franchise. Yeah, the Rams would be another good one because Stafford, you would think, doesn't have five years you left what, in him. You know, it could be a good one this year is New England because that's traditionally a good franchise. Yeah, uh, but now they've got all new coaches. Yes, so that yeah. should be good. Yeah, even so, though I mean, Belichick's the goat, but yeah. 
He's not anymore. No. If that makes sense. Yes. In other words, you don't want to go there with him. Give me good organizations. And that is a good organization. Yes. I know it's weird because right now everyone's crapping on him, but absolutely. If you got taken by New England, you're... You don't want to go to the Giants. You got Dable, but... No. Eh, you know. Hey, Dable. No. You know, again, Daniel Jones ain't going to be the guy there forever. You don't want to go to Tennessee, do you? No. Atlanta? No. Yeah, I wouldn't mind Atlanta. I like Atlanta. Atlanta's a quarterback away, and again, pretty good ownership. I'd take Atlanta. All right, vote on our poll question. It is on X at 1080 the fan. Uh, remember the days of having no idea who a team's coordinator was? Yeah, those days are gone. Correct. <laughs> They're the um, new rock stars. Yeah, they are. Lots of lots of coordinator news this weekend. We'll get to that next. Here's Buck. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Well, we're almost to the Super Bowl. We still have a bunch of coordinator vacancies and shifting going on. I think the the weirdest part about this whole thing is the Chip Kelly situation. <laughs> like, I don't know if I've ever seen anything quite like off. this. Well, Chip Kelly wants out of UCLA. Yes. And the report now is that it was him that has been calling around the NFL like, hey, man, I'd, uh, I'd kind of like to be your offensive coordinator. Well, think about that. And he's not getting any jobs, so he's no. going back to UCLA. But, so. like, what do you – So you No see, one wants him. UCLA is going to can his ass, and then, like, he beats USC, and they're like, well, we're, we're not going to fire you. And then you get drubbed by Cal, of all people. And so they keep him around. He can't recruit. He doesn't want to recruit. He hates college. He hates kids. UCLA is on the hook. And then openly, he's just like, oh, and then they lose their defensive coordinator, which was the best part of their team, and they lose their defensive coordinator to USC. And Who's that? Uh, Lynn's kid. Um, Anthony Lynn's kid. Is it? Uh, oh. It's, what his first name? It's like Deant. Dant something, Lynn. He went from UCLA to UCL, uh, USC? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. They, I you, missed that. You lose your defensive coordinator, one of the best young ones in, in college football, which, again, was the best part about your team. You lose the future of your, your, your team in Dante Moore, which you thought was like this great get. You lose him to Oregon. And now your coach is actively telling anyone, who, by the way, he doesn't recruit anyways, and now he's telling everyone, from kids to per anyone that will listen, I don't want to be here at UCLA. Please get me out of here. I'd like to go to the NFL. But now the NFL doesn't want him, so now he goes back to UCLA and and says what to the kids? Uh, yeah, we're going to the Big Ten, and um, we're going to lose, and we're going to lose a lot. And I don't want to be here, and at the first chance I get, I'm going to leave. I'm sure that's going to help his bang-up recruiting rankings as it is. I mean, UCLA is screwed, but if he does leave, let's say he's like, all right, I, he, someone gives him a job. Cool. Hey, the transfer portal's open for anyone that wants to leave UCLA and we can't bring any other good players in. Like, UCLA is 
effed I at this like point. I feel like USC would clean up yes. at that point because just, they already have the defensive coordinator. Yes. So if Kelly left and the portal opened up, my God. Because UCLA has a pretty good defense, doesn't it? Yes. Now they lose some, like Law 2 is, was their, their big guy. He leaves. But, I mean, I'm just telling you right now, Whatever the over under is on UCLA football, dude, bet the bet the under. Well, he's been winning games there. I mean, he's been okay, not really. Well, but he but he's better than you would think. Like the way we talk about him, but he he I'm looking at the last 3 years, 8 and 4, 9 and 4, 8 and 5. Yeah. Which is that's better than you would think. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, especially because when he took it over, they I think his first season he won 3. He is a game away every year from getting fired. And this is their schedule next year, by the way. Uh Hawaii, whatever, and then Indiana. And then Ooh. at LSU, Oregon, at Penn State, and then Minnesota, Rutgers, whatever, Nebraska, Iowa, Washington, USC. Like, they're just, have fun. Well, anyway, that is that is kind of a weird one. Yeah. You know, that his name started popping up, and I guess Florio <laughs> said it's because he's calling around. Like, get me out of here. Anybody? How do you go on, How even if you're one of his other coaches and you're recruiting for UCLA, how do you answer that question? Um I just don't think he cares. No, no, and he it, really doesn't. And it's kind of, I, I think it's kind of pathetic. Um, it, yeah, ha- it's like have it's, some balls and walk away. Right, you're you're getting paid six million dollars a year, dude. Yeah. You don't want. There do are a job. lot of guys that want that gig, and you don't want it. So and just, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying give it up, but at least hide your disdain for it. Yeah. You know, at least with like at least Jim Harbaugh, like one one Harbaugh was good, and two Harbaugh didn't make any like he just. You knew he was gone, and they there was a plan. You see, they doesn't have a plan. It's a rudderless ship. Good thing they're well, going. Well, I would say, in fairness to Chip, if we if we had him on and he well not had him on, but if we just talked to him, yeah. gave him, and he was being honest, he'd probably tell you a lot of things that yeah behind the scenes yeah that about that university and how they handle their business that's kind of disenfranchised him. Yeah, I mean they don't know what they're doing. No, but at the same time, that is a guy that has a clear disdain for college football and the recruiting process, and he always has. <laughs> Good hire, UCLA. Well, how can you be a college football coach and hate recruiting and hate dealing with kids? Like, that's like you ever you ever meet that school teacher? You meet someone that's like that, that's teaching and they despise kids, and you just rate. You're like, um, question, teach, um, maybe find something where you're not dealing with kids every day. People that work in retail that hate people in general, kind of a terrible fit. Salesmen that don't like to speak. That are kind of quiet and reserved. It's just you know yeah. doesn't work. Does that it? doesn't really work. But he's like I said, eight <laughs> nine wins every year. I don't know. Yes, I, I guess he's sleepwalking his way to nine wins. Well, he's a smart guy and he's a good football coach. He just you know he he, he hates dealing with the part of the game that in college football you kind of have to have. All right, up next, a uh, couple things. One is uh, what happened with Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah. He's hard to keep track of, that one. Hard to <laughs> he, pin down. He's the anti-Chip Kelly. Everyone wants him. And I guess Ben Johnson, uh, the OC of the Lions, <laughs> there's some stuff coming out about what he called commander's ownership that, well, yeah. it meant that he wasn't going to get that job. <laughs> You're not a, not a good old Pretty wild. We'll get to those items. And who the Seahawks and Huskies have hired as coordinators next on The Fan. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots 
of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, back to hot coordinator news. Uh, I think it was Friday, might have been Thursday. We told you that the Raiders were hiring Cliff Kingsbury as their offensive coordinator. Not so fast. No, they're not. Yeah, that was the report. Yeah, he's out. Yeah. They fired him. <laughs> or he decided uh, thanks but no thanks. Yeah, he, for whatever reason, they didn't get their deal done. And he is now the offensive coordinator of the Washington Commanders. Yes. Now Eric Bieniemy is out of a job. Yeah. Yeah. And now they're saying Eric Bieniemy could be a candidate in Seattle. Yeah. For the Seahawks offensive coordinator position, which I, I don't know. If I'm a Seahawks fan, I wouldn't be opposed to that. Yeah, I don't know. You know, he, he had that great experience there in Kansas City, and then he had to leave, apparently, to to go run his own office because he wasn't getting any credit for the Andy Reid stuff, and then he got to Washington, and it didn't go so swimmingly. One, he doesn't have a quarterback, but, you know, at the start of the season, remember all the players came to the the head coach and were bitching about the enemy. He just seems like a guy that, while he's talented, you know, I, I, he may be his own worst enemy. I don't know what to fully make of Eric Bieniemy. I think the Washington thing was not a great success, and now this wherever he lands next, wherever his next job is, I kind of feel like he's coaching for his career. I feel like the next stop is going to be a big one. Well, there. there's obviously something up with him. Yes. Because yeah. he was the hottest thing, and now he's And there's some talk that maybe not. he would, would want to go try his hand at college. Um, but, you know, a couple years ago, there was an idea that a lot of the, the uh, black NFL coaches were going to go to college because they didn't feel like they were getting opportunities in the NFL, and now it's flipped. One, there's a lot of minority hirings going on in the NFL, and seemingly everyone now wants to go from college to the NFL. So, like, things things change very, very quickly. Your reputation can go from sky high to in the mud and the whole college NFL thing. It's, you know, it's, it's a fickle business. So does Kingsbury now land Caleb Williams in Washington? Well, I mean, it depends on what Chicago wants to do, and we still don't know. I mean, Chicago holds the key to everything. If Chicago decides they want to take Caleb Williams, if you're, I'm sure if Chicago doesn't, uh, or I guess they're not completely sold on Caleb Williams, they're not going to let Washington know that. Washington isn't going to be able to take Caleb Williams at two. If they want him, they got to move up to one. And there's even some talk that Chicago would move back to two and then move back again and, and make an, well, another have, deal. Don't they have nine as well? Uh, the Bears. I'd have to look it up. They've got more capital than they know what to do with. So yeah, now they it's, have, they're on. They pick ninth as they well. They pick ninth. One, uh, one to ninth. So you could move from first to second and probably get two ones and at least a two, at least to go from two to one with Washington, and then you either pick two and nine and then still have those other picks, or there's some talk that they would move, you know from two back to five or six and let someone else come up and take May or Daniels or whoever it is and then stick with Justin Fields. Chicago's in the catbird seat, and this draft will all hinge on what Chicago wants to do, and we'll find out how close they play this to their to their chest or if they let people know exactly what's what do you going think, on. Uh, what do you think they should do? Just take Caleb Williams and I would, I would, call it a day? I think for Fields, you probably get a second out of him and then maybe a conditional one. You know, if he, if he if he if he they make the playoffs or you know whatever, there's there's certain metrics you could get at least a two. I would think out of Justin Fields, and to me, to go two years in a row when you haven't had a quarterback in forever, and to me, Justin Fields is the definition of okay. I, I think it's malpractice to go two drafts in a row and not take a guy, um, because here's the thing too: if you commit to Justin Fields you're committing to him for a significant period of time 
and you have all this these assets that you're going to spend these these high picks and you're going to build a nice team around him well you're not going to be finishing in the top three or four to draft a quarterback but if Justin Fields isn't the guy, welcome to Kirk Cousins territory then. We have this nice team and a quarterback that isn't good enough, and now you don't really have the assets to move back up and take another one. So, boy, you decide to stick with Justin Fields, you're putting your your well, cojones on the chopping block and saying that Fields can get us there, and I don't believe he can. Well, what if they don't do that, but they trade out of one? That's And fine. still take a quarterback. That's fine. You know, Be- they because Drake May or something. Well, this is the one where I, I will never criticize a front office for, for this sort of thing because... We're going to sit here and we're going to say, well, Caleb Williams is a generational talent and no one, you know, it's best since Andrew Luck and blah, blah. We don't know what Chicago thinks of him. We have no idea. We do so this. There... If, if, they, if you sit there in your meeting and your evaluation and you're the Chicago Bears and you think that Drake May or Daniels, let's assume that's one, two, three, right? Those are the top three quarterbacks. If you believe that there is not much of a difference, the gap is minimal between those three guys, absolutely trade out of it. A hundred percent. But if you think there's even a, a decent gap between Caleb Williams and these other two, take the quarter. Don't outthink the room. Quarterback is everything in this league. A hundred percent. It is everything. So that's the only question I have about the Bears or anyone else is what is your evaluation of, of Caleb Williams? The raw talent is there. He's as good as anyone that I've seen in, in 20 years of doing this. The tape itself, there's a lot to not like about it. And so you have to ask the question, it, are those bad habits that he picked up from kind of having to do everything on his own and kind of being a star? Is that is that really the way he wants to play? Can he play in the confines of a system? And this is why GMs and scouts get paid a lot of money to make these decisions because if you draft him or don't draft him, you're going to get cooked if you get it wrong. You're just absolutely going to get filleted. And like last year, you know, for example, like you passed on it, and I know that he didn't go number one overall, but, you know, anyone that passed on C.J. Stroud right now looks like an ass because he's down there killing it in Houston. And, you know, Chicago, remember, they passed on Deshaun Watson, and I know that there was some other stuff that went along, you know, later on, but Deshaun Watson came into the league and was one of the best five quarterbacks, you know, almost right away. You know, you can't keep doing this if you're the Bears. You have to get this one right. You know who their GM is? Uh, it's the, uh, is it Poles? Poles. Yeah. Yeah. You know where he came from? More is importantly. He, is he, uh, where'd he come? Is He's he, a Kansas City guy. Kansas City guy. Yeah. Mahomes. Yeah. And Williams gets compared to Mahomes. Yes. He was player personnel when Mahomes was drafted. Yeah. So, or in the, on the staff, he wasn't the guy yeah. in Kansas City, but yeah. so that's interesting. And the uh, new offensive coordinator of the Bears is Shane Waldron, the former, uh, Seahawks guy. Yeah. Too. So look, this is. I I I would I'd ass- just take Williams. If I I'm would them, assume take Williams, but I could see the value of trading. If you like one of those other quarterbacks just yeah. as much as Williams, you yeah. trade and get some assets yeah. and take the quarterback. Yeah, because again, this just goes down to what your evaluation is of him. But in the NFL, if anyone thinks that ten to one, the most important thing you can do is is to find your quarterback, you're fooling yourself. It is. So if you think Justin Fields is your guy, well, God bless America, because I certainly don't see it. But again, I'm not in there on a day-to-day basis. So, you know, <laughs> don't outthink the room. Take the quarterback, because the vast majority of elite quarterbacks do come at this point in the draft. You can find them later. You can find diamonds in the rough. It happens. But if you look through the, the big-time quarterbacks, they tend to come at the very tippy-top of the draft. And this is two years in a row of you being there. You didn't take one last year. Kind of feel like there's some pressure to take one this year. All right, up next, how Ben Johnson to the Commanders fell apart and Ohio State about to get a blow. I mean, take a blow. You know? Yeah, I know where you're going. Do you know what I mean? I think I, so. I mean, yeah. 
It's uh, 356 on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.